Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode, plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Our guest tonight, Jeffrey Smith, is an internationally best-selling author, award-winning filmmaker, executive director of the Institute of Responsible Technology, and the leading spokesperson on the dangers of GMOs. He is a world leader in GMO education. He is the publisher of the Non-GMO Shopping Guide, founder of the Campaign for Healthier Eating in America. Some of his books include Genetic Roulette, Seeds of Deception, and here he is back on Coast to Coast, Jeffrey Smith. Jeffrey, always a pleasure to have you on the show. It's great to be back, George. So Monsanto has been bought out by Bayer, the aspirin maker. What do you think? Well, you know, I've been studying a little bit of the history of Bayer, and it is replete with pain and death. I'm going to show you, I'm going to share a story of one of, I mean, Monsanto has consistently won the award for the most evil company and the most hated company on the planet. And this last week, Bayer subsumed and consumed Monsanto and is going to get rid of the name Monsanto. So are we going to have a kinder, gentler uh, Monsanto? I don't think so. Let me share with you a little bit of their history. Sure. They they patented or trademarked aspirin in 1899, but the year before... And you're talking about the history of Bayer right now. Yeah, the history of Bayer. Right. They actually trademarked heroin as a cough medicine without side effects, despite the known dangers. Really? In the First World War, they created chemical weapons, including chlorine gas, and had a school for chemical warfare. And then they joined with BASF and Hoist to become IG Farben, the single mm-hmm. largest... Mm-hmm company in in germany that was the the single largest donor to hitler's election campaign and the largest profiteer from the second world war they produced all the explosives for the german military they they created slave labor from auschwitz using more than eighty three thousand laborers costing over eighty thirty five thousand lives and they they manufactured zyklon b which was used to kill more than a million people in auschwitz and also they created the methanol used to burn the corpses during the nuremberg war trial war crimes tribune um, it was said these companies not the lunatic nazi fanatics are the main war criminals if the guilt of these criminals is not brought to daylight and if they're not published they will pose a much greater threat to the future peace of the world than hitler if he were still alive. So we're talking about these guys that were running IG Farben. Now what happened was that a number of them were convict, convicted of slavery, looting, and mass murder, but they ended up back at Bear. Uh, in fact, one of their top people, who was the executive responsible for constructing the IG Farben in Auschwitz, he was convicted of plunder, slavery, and mass murder. But by 1956, he'd become the chairman of Bayer's supervisory board, and he stayed that way till 1964. So we have these people who are deep into the, into the war crimes, running Bayer and, and maintaining posts in Bayer. And then they also, when you look at the, at the actual ways that they were involved, they were the ones that inspired the experiments by people like Joseph Mengele, who was the angel of death, they provided many of the germs and pharmaceuticals to be experimented on. 
And one one flurry of back and forth is between Bear and a, a commandant of the camp, where they're haggling over the price of buying 150 female prisoners for experimental purposes, and then later says, the experiments were performed, all test persons died, we'll contact you shortly about a new shipment at the same price. Now, we, we have to assume, Jeffrey, that most of these lunatics, if not all of them, are now dead, right? Yes. However, if you look at the more recent uh, history, it turns out it's a different kind of pain and death. It turns out, for example, in the mid-1980s, they sold a product called Factor 7. It was a concentrate to treat hemophilia. It was infected with HIV. It infected thousands of people. But according to a 2003 New York Times report, they continued producing and selling the infected product to Asia and Latin America after it was discovered in order to save money. So they continued to sell known infected agents that, was going, that were actually killing people. And in the 90s, they failed to disclose cru- cru- crucial safety information on another drug, Ciproxen. And yet another drug in 2001, an anti-cholesterol drug, linked to over 100 deaths and 1,600 injuries. They failed to share information with the government for two months. They just sat on it. So when they were dealing with pharmaceuticals, they continued the history of causing pain and death and covering it up. Then, in 2002, they acquired Aventus Crop Science, creating Bayer Crop Science, and got into GMOs. And of course, the world's leading pesticide manufacturer, the seventh largest seed company, right? And, and they're producing um, also bee-killing uh, neonicotinoids. So I'm not really happy with the marriage. It's an interesting marriage indeed, and you know, uh, as I come from St. Louis, uh, Jeffrey, uh, they're really upset uh, on one front because another major corporation has been gobbled up. They just had Anheuser-Busch eaten up several years ago by a Belgian company, and so they're losing these huge corporations. Now, needless to say, Monsanto, as you pointed out, brought us GMOs, these uh, funny kinds of seeds, the... uh, herbicides, and all these other things. What do you think will happen with Bayer coming to the table now? Well, you know, I was asked on German television to comment on my, on my uh, opinion of the merger just when they had made their bid to buy it. And the person from German television explained to me that Bayer was desperate because their pipeline for pharmaceuticals was running dry. And I explained to him that... Um, the same kind of thing was happening to Monsanto because their pipeline of chemicals was dry because they were relying on Roundup as their chief product because they sell Roundup herbicide and Roundup-ready crops, and Roundup is actually failing in the field as superweeds that have outsmarted Monsanto and developed resistance have grown on over 300 million acres around the world. So two desperate companies coming together at the end of their chemical pipelines, and there's tremendous liability in Monsanto. They're being sued by thousands of people with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma because Roundup and glyphosate, its active ingredient, was declared by the WHO as a probable human carcinogen. But moreover, it turns out that many of the livestock that have been fed Roundup-ready crops, they're actually suffering. And when, when farmers put them on healthy, a non-GMO feed, they actually get better and the farmers make more money. And in addition, the contamination of GMOs goes on forever because it, can, it cross-contaminates, it cross-pollinates, and so the liability of Monsanto is tremendous. So I think that by throwing a lifeline to Monsanto, 
bear is actually going to be dragged under. Well, you may be right, because there are farmer lawsuits all over the place, and they are holding up in the courts. In the old days, Jeffrey, these suits were tossed out pretty fast. Now they're going through the court systems, and that's pretty dangerous for these companies. And the additional level of, of suits is that Monsanto released, because Roundup was failing, they created a combination of Roundup with another herbicide, dicamba. Now, everyone warned them not to use dicamba because after you spray it, it'll volatilize. It'll rise up from the field and can move even miles and then land on a farmer's field or gardens and cause damage. That's exactly what happened when they introduced it. Millions and millions of acres are damaged. And so, in fact, the state of Arkansas has created restrictions to stop even the spraying of dicamba because they've had devastated farms. And so Monsanto now has more and more of these uh, potential lawsuits and actual lawsuits, and it just goes on because if you look at the nature of their products, they continue to hide the evidence. I talked to a former Monsanto scientist who said that when rats were fed the genetically modified corn, the rats were damaged, but instead of withdrawing the corn, they rewrote the study to hide the effects. Now we're seeing the effects in the human population. Well, we are. And you know what's so bizarre, too, Jeffrey, is people are coming down with all kinds of afflictions. They don't feel good, stomach aches, all kinds of issues. Who's to say it's not all attributed to GMOs and and pesticides? Well, I did some research into that, and I've been doing that kind of research for some years. And it turns out there's a lot of indications that GMOs, and particularly Roundup, are responsible for tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of sicknesses and even deaths around the world. I did a uh, survey for 3,256 people who stopped eating or reduced dramatically their GMO content, and they got better from 28 different conditions and included digestive problems, autism, skin problems, weight problems, anxiety, depression, allergies, um, diabetes, uh, gluten sensitivity. And, And if you look at the the modes of action of GMOs and the Roundup sprayed on them, it could actually predict these type of diseases and disorders. If you look at the animal feeding studies, these animals suffer from either these disorders or their precursors, and even pets and livestock, when they're taken off of GMOs, they also get better from many of these same diseases and disorders, which are rising in parallel in the U.S. population with the use of GMOs and Roundup. So it's a pretty strong argument. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.